Hi, this is Tom Field, Editorial Director with Information Security Media Group. We're talking today about the new plan from Treasury to bolster the banks. We're speaking with John Jay, Senior Analyst with the ITA Group. John, thanks so much for joining me on such short notice. Thank you for having me. So we saw Secretary Geithner this morning presented his plan with some details. What are your first thoughts on what we saw? I, I think that overall, number one, the just just the specificity of it is a lot better than what we've been getting. So there's actually a plan in place. I think that it should be uh, generally well received by the marketplace. One of the biggest problems that has been um, really facing everybody is not knowing the values of uh, what are in some of these larger balance sheet uh, banks, such as Citigroup and even possibly uh, B of A. Uh, having said that, by providing a method of additional financing, uh, that should, in my mind, also play into the hand of actually getting a data point in, in the form of pricing of these so-called toxic assets. So by providing a, a method of partnering up with private institutions, I, I think that uh, uh, that's definitely in the right direction by providing more liquidity and therefore in the end providing a data point uh, from which people can work the, the prices of the so-called toxic assets. And then from there, the um, what was once sort of very opaque valuations of the balance sheets of these larger firms can become clear. John, what would you say is substantively different from what we saw today versus other plans that we've seen from this administration or the previous? I, I, I think that, um, uh, number one, going back to this whole notion of just specificity, is being able to show what the component parts are, uh, meaning that Okay, FDIC is taking a portion of this is not for free lunch. It's going to be paid by way of the transactions. Uh, but at the same time, uh, whatever that leverage ratio uh, that is provided as financing, it will be in partnership with the government. So I, I think, you know, just, just as something that's a little bit higher level, it's just the greater specificity that's provided. Now, from the optimist point of view, what do you see here that really could work in the, the, the bank rescue, really, that we're looking for? What, what can really work, you asked? Yes. I, I think that's just the crooks of, of what's going on right now, right, which is to, to provide the, the system with greater capital. And by doing this way, and by the way, by the way, since a lot of these problem balance sheets have already uh, listed large write downs. Uh, any types of transactions that occurs here, and if in my original uh, uh, thought process that uh, increased liquidity improves pricing, then theoretically these balance sheets can actually theoretically book a gain. So let's say a, a, um, uh, a large firm or a large bank has already uh, had a write down of let's say ten billion dollars, for instance, but they're able to, with this new financing methodology, uh, actually sell all of those out for twelve billion. So then right away they they can actually book the two billion. So uh, I, I think it definitely is a, a methodology that, um, as I said earlier, should improve liquidity.
So the flip side of that, John, pessimistically, what types of forces could derail the plan? Well, I, I don't know if it, I don't know if it's derailing per se, but I, I think what's important to keep in mind is that the even though the private investor is now partnered with uh, Treasury, that one has to still keep an eye on what the actual assets are. So that is to say, one doesn't uh, whether he's on the on the aisle of the investor the private investor, a money manager, let's say, or a hedge fund, or on the side of Treasury, or on the side of FDIC, that uh, that they must really pay close attention to what the underlying assets are nonetheless, because every, every pool that's put out for the bid is going to have specific risks attached to them. And so I think uh, ultimately... Uh, it's one thing to get the financing and be able to start bidding on these assets. But on the other hand, one shouldn't forget that credit work is still very, very important for any one of these um, uh, loans or, or packages of loans and securities that are put out for the bid. So in, in answer to your question, uh, in terms of derailment, maybe the, the process of, of bidding doesn't get derailed, but derailed in the sense that uh, one doesn't put as much due diligence as uh, one should otherwise uh, have if the public sector were not involved. Now, this level of public and private partnership, is there a model for this, or have we sort of invented a new wheel? I, I, I think these are unprecedented times, but at the same time, the methodologies that are in place are uh techniques that have been part of structured finance for quite a while in the sense that um, there are debt holders, there are uh, equity holders within a capital structure, and then it's a matter of what the specific uh, parties involved in that transaction wish to allocate the risk and returns. So uh, to the extent that one, one or two of the parties in this particular transaction happens to be you know, the FDIC and the other one being Treasury, that, in, that unto itself might be quote-unquote new. But the allocation of that risk is uh, something that I think is well understood by, by uh, structuring professionals. So it, it's, it's novel in one sense because it's public monies, but it's also well understood types of structuring techniques. Now, what does this mean to the rank-and-file bank credit union executive at a Main Street institution? Well, I, I think that for, um, for, for firms that have been playing it very, very close to their knitting and have paid very, very close attention to the types of mortgages that they underwrite to the, the, um, uh, the folks around their own area, um, it, it may actually have no particular impact, only to the extent that uh, their own uh, credit worthiness of the book, the books that they are uh, managing, are uh, unchanged, right? So they really understand the credits, and so so therefore they're comfortable with it. On the other hand, what this whole process of a government providing liquidity does is potentially make their own 
ability to source additional financing easier because the larger institutions have such a, a, a stranglehold on just the overall cost of funding that even though the, the regional and small type of institutions may not have had anything to do with what's going on today and may actually have a very pristine book, that they will find their own cost of funding improve and be able to finance whatever their own business model wants to uh, you know, do going forward a little bit easier than it otherwise would be. So there should be some trickle-down effect. Yes. Now, as I understand it, this is sort of the first shoe, and the second shoe is to drop tomorrow when Geithner comes back with details of sort of a greater financial services plan. What do you expect to see next from Treasury? Potentially, um, it, well, the, the first the first uh, response was really, I think, directed towards mortgages. I think thereafter, there are a whole class of other uh, types of, of consumer debt potentially out there uh, that might require some sort of more specific response, meaning potentially um, credit cards and auto loans, things along those lines, possibly student loans. So that's what we'll expect to see next? I, I would I would suspect that that it would be along those lines. Now, at what point do you think we'll start to hear this new administration talk about regulatory reform. I mean, we hear people with, with rumblings about shaking up the agencies and putting in new structure. When is that going to get serious? Well, I, I think one of the things that has been leveled against this current administration is that there might be too many things on its plate play all at once. So I, I think if we just take a moment to step back, that um, that's definitely on the dockets. I mean, we, we are in an environment where more regulation uh, is better than the, the, is viewed as being healthier than by the previous administration. So that that's coming down the pike. I don't think there's any um, stopping that. In terms of actually getting it off the ground, uh, I would suspect something in the next three to six months, even if even if it just means providing policy statements at first, because um, as we all know, it's very, very difficult uh, uh, to sometimes to translate policy into operational. But um, I feel that um, this administration uh, is pretty serious about trying to tackle a whole bunch of things all at once. So number one is the economics of it, which they're trying to with this particular program. And then next, would be to try to tackle the, the uh, regulations and the policies surrounding regulation, whether that means consolidating uh, different agencies, uh, potentially um, rewriting or modifying existing policies. And that, that goes all the way down to operational level. Not be much to talk about in the months ahead, John. I look forward to talking with you again. Thank you very much. Thank you for your time today. We've been talking with John Jay, Senior Analyst with the ITA Group. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.